0: Hi everyone, this is Estella with Daughters of Destiny Speak Life. I wanted to come to you briefly today to speak with you in reference to the priestly blessing that I speak over you at the end of the podcast, and which is, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you, lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. I wanted to go into a little bit more explanation on that or more description, shall I say, of that. I was listening to uh, a Christian network, and there was a Jewish rabbi or teacher. There was a Jewish rabbi, uh, and he was actually explaining in more detail what that meant. And so I took a pen and paper, went back, and wrote it down so that I could share that with you all because it was a blessing to me. So when I say this... um, this priestly blessing over you at the end of the podcast that you'll know more and more description what exactly I am or it's not even me it's what the Lord is speaking over you the blessing that is speaking over you and your family so I want to begin to do that but before I do that let me pray father in the name of Jesus I bless you today I magnify and exalt your holy name I give you honor, I give you glory, and I give you praise. Father, I decrease that you increase in me so that it will be none of me speaking in all of you. Holy Spirit, take over my tongue and you speak through me. Let it be all of you. As I open my mouth wide, you said you would feel it. So I step out of the way and give this space to you so that you can speak to the daughters of destiny and, of course, to myself. In Jesus' name. So, this priestly blessing is number 624 through 26 that I just spoke over you that I normally speak at the end of every podcast. So now this is the more descriptive of that same priestly blessing that I spoke over you. It says, may the Lord keep you. May your heavenly father kneel before you, making himself available to you like a good father kneeling before his children in order to minister and bestow his gifts and promises upon you. May Jehovah, which is God, may Jehovah, your heavenly Father, he who exists, guard you with a hedge of protection that will prevent Satan and all of your enemies from harming your body, your soul, which is your mind, will, and emotions, and your spirit. May Satan never harm your loved ones and all that you possess. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you, says, may Jehovah or God, Your heavenly father, he who exists, illuminate the wholeness of his being towards you continually. Bringing you to order so that you will fulfill your God-given destiny and purpose. May the Lord be gracious to you. May Heavenly Father who provides you with perfect love and fellowship never leave you and give you sustainable provision and friendship. You know, I I hear, you know, there's a song that Israel Israel Holton had out, I am a friend of God. That's what God, want. God wants us to be in such a place with him that we are his friends. That should be a place that we should all long for. Because one of the things that has really put a damper on the walk of Christianity is that man has come into the church and made religion just like there's nothing new under the sun they've made religion out of you supposing supposedly supposed to have a relationship with the lord christ jesus it should not be about religion religion god hates religion we're talking about the god of the universe he hates religion because he did not create that he didn't make it no he does have laws and he has guidelines for us to follow so that we could be pleasing to him yes that's not what i'm speaking of but man has come into the equation and added on to what god has said that has nothing to do with what god has desired for the church which has weakened the church and made the church more powerless than they're supposed to be because they're not walking in their authority as believers that's what i'm talking about so when i say to you that god said that he, he said he will be gracious to you. And he said, may, heaven, my, may the Heavenly Father, who provides you with perfect love and fellowship, never leaving you, give you substance, provision, and friendship. He means just that. Friendship. When the as he sings, I am a friend of God, the song, become a friend of God. Whatever we're going through, whatever we're dealing with, good or bad. It's not going through always have to be something bad. And that's not what I'm I'm saying here. Everything in us, give it to the Lord. Talk to Him in intimacy. He knows what's in our hearts already so that you can get the fullness of who God is. The fullness of His love. The fullness of His blessings. That's what I'm saying. I've heard people say um, that I'm not going to say this. I'm not gonna do this or that because they maybe they did something in sin or you know they stepped away for a moment you know i said and i remember saying no just repent that's it just repent because what satan wants to do is to get you out there on this plaque (laughs) he wants to get you stuck out so far out in the ocean that you're sinking this is just a metaphor that you're sinking with no lifeline, he makes you think with all these satanic thoughts that he'll put in you that God doesn't love you, God doesn't care. And that you're just sinking. When the the, the rod or the hand of God is already extended to you, he's asking you to take his hand and he's going to pull you up out of the muck and the miry clay. He's going to pull you up from anything that you're sinking and He's going to pull you up. Do not allow the words of Satan and his agents to destroy your relationship with, with God because what Satan wants to do is throw all these satanic arrows at you. To make you think that God doesn't love you, God doesn't want you, you've sinned and you've messed up and you, he puts you under all these condemnation, this condemnation so that you're not able to get back to God. And if you don't ha- have a lifeline which is the word of God which is to have true friends that will speak life into you when you're in a broken place then you'll begin to sink. You will begin to sink, just like Peter, when Peter would, stepped out in the, on the from the boat when he saw Jesus coming over. Initially, he thought he was a ghost. They thought he was a ghost, but when they said it, it Jesus said it's I. So then, when he told Peter to come, Peter took a leap of faith by stepping out on, on on elements, the water, which is not even natural to be able to do. But he looked at Jesus and he kept his focus straight on Jesus. He walked the water by faith. But when he began to look around, because the winds were boisterous, it was rocky water. But when Jesus said to come and he went out, but once he looked at his situation in the natural, he took his eyes off Jesus and he began to sink. And what did Jesus do? Jesus reached out his arm. That's that extended arm, that rod, up. that arm. He extended his arm and he picked Peter up. Standing in the elements. Because God is in control of everything. The wind, the storm, the sea. He's in control of everything. This is all a footstool to him. So he commands things. And whatever he commands to be, it is. He said, peace be still. And so when he said, peace be still. It calmed. And he was able to uh, get Peter Back to the boat. Yes, he said, "Leave little faith." But you know what? People they they stomp all over Peter because Peter did this and Peter was that, and he was zealous. But guess what? Peter had faith. Peter was the one that walked on the water when the disciples sit back and look in fear because they were in a tumultuous situation on the boat. So it's not that we're not going to go through things. It's it's how we handle them in the situation. It's how we stand in faith in the situation. And yes, I miss it. Many times, quick to repent, but I miss it. I have to get back in the Word to get my faith built up sometimes because, my God, things happen. Life is real. But you should, as a believer, have the authority over life. Don't succumb to life. Life will succumb to you because you'll take authority over it. Whatever is going on with the word of God. In Jesus' name. I know I supposed to be talking about. I've gotten off. Really it's not even off. I, I said I would let the Holy Spirit speak to me. And this is the way it went. You know. Amen. So let's go back. The Lord will lift up his countenance upon you. May Jehovah God, your heavenly Father, lift up and carry his fullness of being towards you, bringing everything that he is to your aid, supporting you with his divine embrace and his entire being. That's what lifting up God, lifting up his countenance upon you is. This is how they interpreted it. And give you his peace. May Yahweh, or God, Heavenly Father, set in place all you need to be able to complete so you can walk in victory movement moment by moment by the power of the Holy Spirit. May he give you supernatural health, supernatural peace. Welfare, safety, and soundness of mind, tranquility and peace, prosperity, perfection, harmony, fullness, rest, as well as being an oasis, and far from agitation and discord that comes from the enemy. That's all of what I was saying. It's That's just a more descriptive of may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. As all of the other wording was how the, acts, the Jews actually interpret that. That's the real meaning of the short form that's written in the King James Version. It's beautiful and it's powerful and what it does is it shows you How much the Lord wants to protect you, and how much He wants to be a keeper to you. How much He wants to lift up His countenance upon you, and give you His peace, and not just you, but your family, your loved ones, your friends. And this is one thing I want to say, sisters in the Lord. When you're praying, don't pray just only you. You're for and no more. When you're praying. Reach out and pray for others, not just your immediate family. Pray for others. Pray for the nation. Pray for the city. Pray for the world. Pray for things that are going on in the world. We don't want to pray selfish prayers that just only pertain to us and our family or just us. Some people may, I don't even know, some people may not even pray for their family because they're so centered on themselves. We have to think out because God watches everything that we do. And if we're a representation of the Lord Jesus Christ, that means we are praying because we love others. We love outside of ourselves and our family. There's other people going through things or there's other people that need things outside of our family. We need to pray for the nation. We need to pray for the world. Because guess what? We're still in the world. We are still in the world. So we need to pray for what's going on in the world. Looking outside of just ourselves and our immediate family. God wants to be a blessing to us. God wants to bless us. He's here to bless us. And not just us, but for us to be a blessing to others. I have a a Psalm um, 34, 8 I want to share with you. It says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord our God is good. How blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who takes refuge in him. Him who? Him who God, the Lord. Meditate on that. Proverbs 34, 8. That's the Amplified Version, but you can find any version that suits you if, if you'd like to do that. That's fine. And then there's another verse that I wanted to share with you. Proverbs ten twenty-two, And this comes from the, the Passion Translation. It says, true enrichment comes from the blessings of the Lord with rest and contentment in knowing that all things come from who? Him, the Lord. And we know that the Lord God is our keeper. And so I wanted to give you a scripture based on that. And that is Psalm 121, 5 through 7. And it says, the Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shield. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. And even in that that scripture, it's just when it says the Lord watches you and keeps you from harm by day and night. That means He's covering you in a 24 cycle all day long. That's a 24 cycle of Him covering you and keeping you. And then a, a peace scripture I wanted to leave with you before I end is 1 Thessalonians 5.23. And it says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you. And what is sanctify? Set you apart. That's what sanctifying you means. May the God of peace himself sanctify you through and through. That is, separate you from profane and vulgar things. Make you pure and whole, and undamaged. May he be consecrated to him, set apart for his purpose, and may your spirit, soul, and body be kept complete, and be found blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. These are the scriptures that I wanted to speak over you today, daughters of destiny. I wanted to um, just kind of take you into a place where I was and things that I had been reading for myself personally with the Lord, um, uh, meditating on because I want to grow in the Lord. I want to divest of myself. I want to decrease and I don't want to dis- displease the Lord. And I do, I do things that's not pleasing to the Lord at times. Of course I repent, but at some point, you know, it should be where you're mastering these things. And that's the goal is to master the things so that the things are not mastering you. Amen. So and it can be done because the Holy Spirit resides on the inside of us. So I like I said in a previous broadcasts, I always will put myself in a position to be transparent before you so that you'll know that I'm just I'm right here with you. I'm a daughter of destiny as well. I'm right here with you. We're all a family. We're going to go through things together. I will share with you if if he gives me something that I need to share with you from my own personal life, regardless of what it is. It's in it, 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 Shame goes out of the window at this point. We're all trying to heal. We're daughters of of, of the Lord and we're trying to heal. We're, we're, we're not even trying. I'm giving us scriptures by the Lord so that we can all not just try to heal, so that we can be healed. Above all things that he may that we prosper, being health, even as our soul prospers. Our mind, will, and emotion. That's the word of God. So I want to make sure that I'm doing my part and to speak life into you ladies. And I, it would be my hope that you would go back and listen to the broadcast to see what nuggets God may speak to you. Because you could listen to the podcast, but then he'll turn around and give you what he wants to give you from the podcast. It may be something totally separate from what I'm saying. Because what he knows what you need as well as he knows what I need. I'm just giving you reference points and you can allow the Holy Spirit to do what he needs to do in you, for you. So this is my time that I wanted to share with you ladies today. And I will speak that pleasing blessing over you again. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious to you, lifting up his countenance upon you and giving you his peace, his shalom in Jesus name. Have a great week coming in. And I'll try to reach back out to you on another podcast next week. Be blessed, women of God, you and your family. In Jesus' name, amen.